Are you ready to level up your Instagram game? You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott for full details and to sign up. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday Veopreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday Veopreneur, and as always, here and ready to give you more actionable, practical advice on the business and marketing side of voiceover. The whole point of this podcast, the whole reason why I created it, was to help you to jump the learning curve a little bit when it comes to growing a voiceover business. And there's so much more to this than just being able to get in the booth and record a quality voiceover. Before that opportunity comes, lots of times you got to know how to get out there and market yourself so that you can find clients so that you can get those quality voiceovers. And this week, I've got something special for you. I have brought in somebody who I think is doing an amazing job on Instagram to get some actionable, practical advice on how to level up your game on that platform. Alexia Kambu is a multi-award winning British voiceover artist, including female voiceover of the year from the One Voice Awards, worked with brands like Coca-Cola, Volvo, HSB, Nespresso. She's also a voice actor whom, in my opinion, is crushing it on Instagram. She pops up in my feed and my stories on a near daily basis and has for years and I've always been impressed with her Instagram game, and I feel confident we're going to learn more than a few tricks from her. Welcome to the Everyday Vopreneur podcast, Alexia. Looking forward to spending some time with you today. Hi, Mark. Thank you for inviting me on. I feel quite, quite privileged to be on your podcast. When I was getting ready for this interview, I actually was going back through some of our old email communication because we've known each other for several years now, and I found an email from March of 2019 where I dubbed you Alexia, Queen of Instagram. And and so it's very fitting that we are here and we are doing this interview right now. I remember that. <laughs> so let's get into this. Of, of all the different ways that there are to market yourself, I'm curious, what originally drew you to the Instagram platform? Well, I would say using Instagram, it comes quite naturally to me. And I'd say mainly because of my generation. I mean, I was about 20, I think, when I first started using Instagram. And right through my 20s, it's it's kind of been my go-to social media platform. I'm a very visual person and I like to see pictures and watch videos. And I think that's why other platforms like Twitter maybe don't work so well for me. So yeah, it's just something that I really enjoy using. And I think that's why I use it well, because I like to interact with Instagram. And that makes a lot of sense. And that's something that I actually teach people when I do coaching is, look, there's there's a hundred different platforms that are out there for you to choose from. And, and we think that we need to be on all of them. But the reality is, if you hate being on a platform, it's just it's not going to work for you. But if there's a platform that you love and that you're willing to embrace, then 
Obviously, you're going to want to spend a lot more time on it. Obviously, you're going to find ways to make it work for you. And that sounds like exactly what's going on for you in, in Instagram. It feels like a, a natural fit for you to be there and, and putting yourself out on that platform. Yeah, I think if you feel comfortable with how a social media platform works and how to use it. And because I was using it in my, you know, I had a personal account before I had a business account. I was very familiar with the process of using Instagram and how to engage and interact with people. So it wasn't a big, scary thing. And it, it wasn't, you know, a, a tiring task. Okay, right, let's go and check Instagram and upload. It just comes naturally. So I think you're right. You've hit the nail on the head. When you enjoy something, it's not a chore. And it doesn't feel like it's hard work. You raised an interesting point that I wanted to touch on. You, you mentioned that you had a personal account before you had your business account. And that's a very common question that I get asked a lot about social media is, do I need to have separate accounts for business and personal? So talk to me a little bit about how you handled that or how you came to your decision on how you were going to handle that. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's imperative you have separate accounts. So I found that I, was, I wanted to start posting more about my voiceover work on my personal account. And my followers who are, you know, my friends, my family, and also, you know, you might follow certain celebrities or businesses that aren't voiceover related. They just weren't bothered by my, my Instagram content. Not they weren't bothered, but, you know, it wasn't a huge groundbreaking thing for them because they know that's what I do. So I thought, do you know what, it, I can't really connect with the right kind of audience here. I need to create another Instagram page just for voiceovers where I can showcase whatever I want to to do with voiceovers and get the right interactions. And then I can then follow other voiceovers or, or companies or clients that are involved in voiceovers and market to them properly without them seeing all my personal things that I don't really want them to see, um, if that makes sense. I mean, I do think you should share your personal life on Instagram to a certain extent, but maybe keep the, what you share on the business page a little bit more low-key PG um, compared to what you share on your personal profile, if that makes any sense at all. That 100% makes sense. I mean, so for me, I do have one account and my life is a relatively open book, but I'm also like, I'm Canadian. I'm like the least controversial guy on the face of the <laughs> planet. So there's not really anything too crazy going on there, but the point you make is 100% valid. And it's a point that I've made to people before. If you've got really strong views on certain issues or very strong opinions, or if you tend to be a little bit more controversial, those are instances where definitely separating business and personal makes a lot of sense. And, you know, one of the other points that you raised, which makes a lot of sense is posting content that is relevant to your audience. And if you've got a personal account, that's all family and friends. Those are not likely the people who are going to hire you for voiceover. So cranking out a bunch of voiceover related content for them not really going to be very effective in the long run. So it's it's interesting because we have opposite approaches, but both approaches make sense. Both approaches are totally valid. It really just depends on kind of the content you want to share and the objectives that you are are trying to achieve. So let's take that one step further then and talk about some content strategies. What do you consider off limits? And on the flip side of that, what kind of stuff do you share that you feel like it draws the most engagement? Off limits, I would say anything political, really. I agree. It, yeah, it's it's a difficult one. Um, when you feel passionate about something, you want to share it. Mm -hmm. But there are lines 
you know, there's a very fine line and there's always going to be someone who has an opposing opinion. And if that's one of your clients or one of your leads, it's going to get awkward. There's just no need to go down that road. 100%. I, I just agree. Keep that, yeah, keep that separate. In terms of what I do like to share, I don't just keep things all about voiceovers. I think the whole point of Instagram is to show snippets of your real life as well. And um, I've noticed that people are really interested in seeing the real you, having insight into your life and your routines. And I tend to do that through Instagram stories. It seems like a, a platform that a lot of people tend to just show their highlight reel and everything's going great and everything's brilliant. But when you share the real you and that things aren't always perfect, there are ups and downs, I feel like you seem more authentic and people want to see that. Not that people don't want to see you doing well, but life is never just always on a high. So when things aren't going how you want them to go, just share it and maybe, you know, explain how you got through that situation. Like the other day I shared a story about a job I took on and I clearly didn't read the brief properly or... You know, lines were crossed and the client wanted me to edit and master the whole file and put the audio onto video and add the add the music. And I don't usually do that. A lot of voiceover artists do, but I don't usually do that. So I had to find a solution and I found an editor who could do this for me and we solved the problem. And I shared that on Instagram because I feel like people want to hear about those real things that happen within your business, especially other voiceover artists. There's a lot of wisdom in that answer alone, and I hope everybody was paying close attention to that because authenticity is where it's at. I mean, look at the specs that you see in, in castings. What is everybody asking for? Genuine and authentic and, and all of these types of things. And and that's more than just direction on a on a read. That's life too, right? It's It's so easy to go on social media, see what other voice actors are doing, assuming that they, you know, they're living the golden life, that everything is is 100%, but we all know that it's not. And so sharing some of those other things and 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 not even just the down things, but just the, you know, the in-between stuff of between those great bookings or whatever mm. absolutely makes you more authentic and come across as more authentic. And I think another point to that is if, if the belief is that marketing is about building relationships, then everything that you just said, that's how you build relationships, right? Like I want to yeah. know more about my clients than just what the address is to email the invoice <laughs> to. And, you know, some of them want to know more about me as well. So there's a lot of wisdom in in that approach. I, I had a conversation with a, a producer recently who said she only hires on Instagram. And mm. part of the reason why is exactly what you were just talking about, which was I want to know the people that I'm working with. And I feel like if I can scroll through their stories or look through their grid, I can get a sense of, of who these people are. And, and it does make working together a little bit more personal. So mm. it's a really, really smart approach. Yeah. And I also think like it's we're not trying to sell on Instagram. I don't see in Instagram as a platform to sell. I see it as a platform to interact and, and share and sometimes showcase, I wouldn't use it as, you know, on a website is where is the place for your work. Yes, post your work, but don't have every post as your work. Yeah. And if you are going to post your work, tag the people you worked with, give them a shout out. If you have the, the producer or the client or the editor, whoever, tag them because they're going to appreciate that shout out. It's all exposure. You're giving them free exposure. And you're also showing your appreciation for them hiring you for the job and saying, look, what a great project we worked on together. 
And that all adds to the client relationship. And you might be interested to hear that I don't get that many direct DMs booking me for jobs through Instagram. But I do interact with my clients on Instagram, which then might result in an email, Mm -hmm. which then leads to a booking. And I know that because some clients have referenced things that I've spoken about on Instagram. For example, I was moving house, I was doing a house renovation and a client has, you know, a few have said, oh, how's that going? And they know that from my Instagram. And then you have your stories, which you can click on. There's a little button on the bottom left, I think. And you can click on and it shows you who's seen your stories. And I can see if there's certain companies I work with or someone I reached out to who I followed on Instagram, if they've seen it. So you're interacting without the pressure of of interacting. You know, it's not a forced form of of marketing or selling in a way. Which is really smart, too, because we tend to think that the only way that some of this stuff can happen is is via email. And I I work with people in, in coaching sessions and, you know, I've got people in an accountability, a mastermind group. And they're like, oh, you know, I didn't I didn't get any marketing done this week. I'm like, OK, but but I saw you on Instagram. Mm. That's still marketing, right? Just because you didn't send 25 emails this week doesn't mean you didn't do anything. You were still on Instagram. You were still putting yourself out there. You were still getting in front of people. And I love that point that you made because it was something that I hadn't even thought of. I'm relatively new to stories. I've just started playing <laughs> around with it. And I got to say, guys. The first week that I did Instagram stories, my engagement on Instagram went up 846%. Like it was ridiculous. But I didn't even think about being able to see who had viewed your story. When you mentioned that to me, I was like, okay, that's genius. That's a a little insider pro tip right there. You know, we we send our emails and we talk about, like, for those of you using Nimble, you know, I I can track my opens with Nimble and I can see who opened my email. It really is the same thing on your story. You can see who is checking you out. And what what do you do with that? Do you just look at it just to see whether it's voice actors that are looking or or clients that are looking? Or if you see clients consistently checking out your stories, are you you looking for an opportunity to maybe get a little one-on-one interaction going with them? Like, how are you using that right now? Yes, so I I like to view who's who's seen my stories because then it it kind of makes me feel more comfortable in responding to their stories and creating an interaction in that way with the client or the lead. And I think that's a great way to build a relationship because it doesn't feel forced. It just comes naturally. And for example, there was one client who got a new puppy. So I responded to the story saying, "Oh my god, he's so cute." And from that point, it was it felt cool to sort of message on Instagram about certain things. And and then something came up and he said, oh, I've, I've got this project coming up and I'm thinking of you for for the VO. And it was just a very casual interaction on Instagram. And then it resulted in I said, yeah, sure, just fire over the details via email. And then it, it landed a job. So I felt like that was a really natural way. I didn't ask for the job. I didn't go out seeking it. It came to me through the natural interaction of me basically saying, I think your dog's cute. (laughs) And, you know, that's another really valid point that people need to pay attention to is sometimes we think that by noticing these things and, and, you know, noticing that the client got a dog and speaking directly to the fact that the client got a dog that we're going to come across as like creepy stalkers or something. (laughs) And the point that I always make is if you don't want people to know you have a dog, then you're not going to put that on social media. Right. Like (laughs) the whole point of you putting it on social media is because you want people to see and and nobody gets angry when somebody 
likes their picture on Instagram. Nobody gets angry when somebody <laughs> comments on their picture on Instagram. Let's be honest. We're throwing that crap out there because we're craving likes and comments and, and engagement. And so it's not a creepy stalker thing. It's actually just a really smart way to build the relationship with that client. When you reached out to this client and, you know, talked about the dog where they're like, oh, you crazy stalker. What, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> no, not at all. They were like, oh, he's so cute, isn't he? Um, it's just, it's a great way to get to know them a little bit better and for them to get to know you a little bit better. These sort of interactions you can't have on email. That would be weird if, you know, if you just asked a client on email, by the way, do you have a dog? Is it cute? Like, you're never going to do that. Um, <laughs> it's just things come up which just wouldn't happen by email marketing or even on, on Twitter unless it's, I guess it's a picture that someone's put up. But yeah, I just, I just much prefer the way Instagram works and how you can easily create that point of contact between you for sure whether it's instagram linkedin twitter facebook email marketing whatever it is that you choose whatever platform you decide makes the most sense for you to work and, and maybe it's more than one and it, it should be more than one but whichever one it is i want to help you get better on that platform Playbook is out now until September 16th, 2021. This is a six-hour video course that is designed to help you find your own leads, build your own client base, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. And there are modules that are going to teach you strategies for using Instagram, strategies for using Facebook, for using Twitter, for using YouTube. There's modules that are going to teach you how to do email marketing, how to go out and find leads in the first place. This is everything that you need to know to start becoming a more confident and effective marketer. Information, actionable, practical information. You know that's my thing. It's going to help you to grow your voiceover business. You want to find out more about Playbook? Again, it's available until September 16th, 2021. This is the last time that it's being offered this year. And the details are at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now back to our show. So as the platform has evolved, in the beginning, Instagram was literally like, post a picture of your dinner. Like that's honestly what it felt like in the beginning. But the mm -hmm. platform has absolutely evolved over time to the point where you've got stories, you've got reels, you've got IGTV, uh, you've got guides. So there's, there's a lot of different areas of Instagram now. So as the platform has evolved, how has your marketing evolved? That's an interesting question. I would say video has become really, really important, um, which I, you've you've touched on before. And Instagram is really trying to push videos and more so it's not just a platform for images. I feel like you can't use Instagram and shy away from the video because it's such a huge element of it. And I haven't yet, but I have seen other voiceover artists that are starting to incorporate video into their marketing, into their email marketing, maybe attaching a video to their email describing, I don't know, how someone might go about hiring a VO, how to work out rates, that sort of thing. That probably stems from, I think it might stem from Instagram and becoming more comfortable in, in videos on Instagram. What do you think? Well, I think there's no question that video is the next big thing. And I don't even know if it's fair to say it's the next big thing. I think it's been a, a pretty big thing for a while. Yeah. One of the things that I really like about video, though, is, I mean, in essence, it's like a live audition. 
right? Mm. Because nobody can hear you when they're looking at your picture, but they can hear you when they're watching a video. And so every single time that you put one of those videos out there, people are getting to actually hear your voice. They're getting to hear you have a conversation, which, I mean, what is everybody looking for right now? They're looking for conversational voice actors. And so I, I definitely think that Video is a big part of the the strategy. It's it's interesting. I'm like the old guy that's getting dragged kicking and screaming into <laughs> the future of social media. I think like I was so I I didn't understand stories. I'm like what mm. like look I'm posting stuff on my grid. Why do I want to post stuff that's going to disappear in 24 hours? Like that just seems like a whole lot of work for very little return because it just <laughs> disappears before most people get a chance to see it anyway. And I've got enough stuff to do and I don't have time to keep up with all of this anyway and blah, 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 blah. And there were people that were telling me, no, you got to try it. You got to try it. So I said before, after a week, 846% improvement in my engagement, you know, that's enough to sell me on stories. And part of that was, so the next step for me then was, was embracing reels and, and recognizing that I already have a lot of video content that I've created. And so I can repurpose that into reels and I'm seeing like thousands of views on some of these reels, thousands of views within a couple days, which is just like, that's just blowing my mind. That's, that's free reach. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's kind of unbelievable really, but I, I totally, totally get why you were against it in the beginning. I mean, like I said, I was kind of brought up with it. Um, It just comes naturally to me. But if a new platform came out now, I I probably wouldn't want to change what I'm doing and and try something new. Whilst it's amazing at the how the engagement and the reach has increased, it's really interesting that I've noticed it doesn't actually matter how many followers you actually have in order to to use Instagram well and to get a good amount of engagement it's more about the quality of the people engaging with your with your work and the fact that they are engaging in the first place i mean i've seen accounts which have 10,000 followers you know 15,000 followers even like 8,000 followers it's just it's like are they really getting the right engagement so i've looked at their pictures and i've looked at the type of people liking and commenting and whilst it's really good to have the support of other voiceover artists commenting on your photos or whatever you also want leads and clients who are actually going to hire you for the work to to like and comment and interact with you and I've also gone as far as done a bit of stalking and looking at people's followers and the quality of them and you'd be surprised at how many people have bots and oh, yeah. maybe paid for followers. And it's like, that's not the point. The point of Instagram is not is not to have that, that number of 10,000 followers. It's to have quality engagement that I'm sure the people that are watching your videos are interested. And I'm sure that's mainly because they're finding it maybe because of the hashtags, do you think? Or... Um, are you using hashtags or anything like that? I know that's why they're finding it is yeah. it, because I, I have like, I don't know, like 1400 followers on Instagram. I'm not like an Instagram rock star, right? But but I've got videos that have been up for less than a week that have got over 3000 views on them. And so I'm sure that people are finding those videos via the hashtags. Yeah. And this is part of what fascinates me about the platform is that you do all of this for free. And can I say that I have actual measurable data-based results of of what those 3,000 views got me? No, at this point, I can't. But I also don't know who was among those 
3,000 views, right? Yeah. How do I know that that some production companies didn't watch some of those videos and maybe they've flagged me and, you know, they'll get in touch with me down the road or, right? Like, yeah. it's hard to measure that stuff. But as long as I'm getting eyeballs, That's I still it. think there's value, right? There's There's still value in there. And the point that you make is really great because I think a lot of people feel like it's not worth using the platform until they have a massive following. And that is absolutely not the case. Yeah, of course. I mean, some people are so fixated on that number of followers. And it's it's not a numbers game, unlike email marketing. Mm-hmm. It's more about having a thousand quality followers who are going to interact with you, possibly recommend you, possibly buy into your services, than 10,000 followers that do nothing with your content. Um, that number doesn't really mean that anything unless they're quality followers and I think what I I mentioned to you before imagine having like 300 leads or clients on your Instagram and they're seeing what you're doing on a daily basis you're keeping top of mind easily just free like you said hardly any effort involved because really you're, you're just showcasing what you're doing but you're remaining top of mind to them they're watching and then if you take that further and you say if half of those three 300 leads or clients you have on your Instagram hire you because you've remained top of mind, that's 150 jobs. Say so that's 150 jobs at £300 dollars each. That's what, like 40, did we say 40, 45,000 dollars or pounds? It, it's an absolute justification for getting your butt on Instagram yeah. every day. That's what I'll tell you. Like, And, and that's a totally valid point, right? That you don't know who's watching. You don't know who's who's checking out what you're doing. You just keep putting the content out there. And the the smaller niche engaged audience is so key. I, I've said the same thing with my podcast. Would I like to get a million downloads an episode on my podcast like, you know, Tim Ferriss? Of course I would. But if I continue getting a thousand downloads on my podcast, but there are a thousand engaged voice actors, then that's good enough for me. Like a million random listeners doesn't do anything for me. And absolutely the same point on Instagram. And as you continue to use the platform daily, and as you continue to put out content that people find interesting or that people want to engage with, the the follower count will will grow as well. And so, you know, don't, don't be discouraged don't shy away from the platform just because you don't have 10,000 people on there right now. Yeah, exactly. So of all the different features now that Instagram has has introduced, we you know we mentioned Stories, Reels, IGTV. Uh, what's your favorite feature to use right now and what sold you on it? I love Stories. I always use Stories because they're really easy and quick to do. Um, the fact you mentioned earlier that they're only on there for 24 hours, what's the point? But I think that's what entices people to watch them because they know it's going to go away. So it's like, right, let, let's see what this person's up to. Um, and if you're not consistent, you'll get lost. So you have to be consistent with it in order to keep showing up on people's feeds. I think there was a whole thing about the they changed the Instagram algorithm. So people who you don't interact with that much, um, you won't show up to them. So it's important that, you know, you're not just posting things and doing stories. You have to actually use the platform and comment on other people's things and like other people's pictures and videos in order for you to appear on their feed. So, um, yeah, I, I find stories a really easy, quick way to just showcase your day or 
your feelings about something or, you know, I've had some really good interactions with people and built really nice relationships with other voiceover artists, with with leads, with clients through something personal that I've shared, like a personal passion. Like I'm quite big on visualization and manifestations and I talk about that quite a lot on my stories. And I do get a lot of interaction from that and it's resulted in some really nice deep, interesting conversations and DMs with with other people. So that, yeah, stories are my favorite. And you make a very valid point, which I hope everybody was paying attention to. Instagram is a two-way street. I do my best to respond to every single comment that gets left on my content. I do my best to respond or acknowledge to uh, all of the DMs that I get or if people react to one of my stories or something. So there's that side of it. But then I'm also trying to spend some time every day going through and leaving comments and and engaging with with other people's content. And it surprises me how frequently I will engage with someone or or make the attempt to engage with someone and they don't respond back. They don't don't acknowledge the fact that I put that effort in. And so that is a very valid point that, that you raise and something that everybody needs to remember. You can't just go on there and just post. You have to actually engage and that's what it it is what drives the algorithm it is what gets more more views on the on the stuff that you're doing so that's a hundred percent that is the that's a good piece of advice that people need to to pay attention to i've actually started kind of enjoying the stories and one of the things that i like about it is that it gets me into a space where i'm constantly thinking about what can i share right Mm. what can i share that's interesting and I've found that, that that's helped me in other areas as well, as far as generating content and keeping the ideas constantly flowing, right? This is a, it's a muscle. You got to work it, right? If you, if you post on Instagram once a month, that's probably why you have no idea what to post on Instagram because you're not yeah. putting a lot of effort into trying to figure it out. So how do you do it? What do you, the stuff just pop into your brain randomly? Do you have a map Mm. like, you know, I kind of, this is some of the stuff I'd like to post this week or this month, or is it all just completely organic and spontaneous? What's, what's your strategy for creating content for the platform? So I tried using, um, like a timeline automatic post app where I would write, create my posts and then schedule them basically. And then they would go out at, at the time that I would schedule them for. But I stopped using it because it didn't feel natural to me. And a post that I wrote a few days ago to schedule to go out in, in a couple of days time might not be relevant anymore to how I'm feeling or what I want to talk about. So um, I stopped doing that. I get it. And I, I know it's really hard to think of things to post and talk about every day. And sometimes I don't post. I mean, I, I try to do stories every day, but I don't post every day and I still get good engagement. I would like to start posting more, but I feel like the stories are the most important in terms of really easy access and actually getting seen because the pictures can get lost so easily in the feed mm-hmm. and the stories are there for 24 hours you know give it a few hours your your picture's gone it's yep. it's gone <laughs> i sort of go with what's going on that week in my vo life in my personal life what crops up if i've been reading something that i find interesting and i want to talk about i'll talk about that if I've done a project that was quite interesting or thought-provoking, I'll talk about that. What challenges I've come up against. Um, if I've been listening to a, another podcast or something, I might bring up issues raised in that. It really just depends on what sparks a light and a passion in you and what you want to talk about and engage with others on. 
I just go with the flow. I don't like to plan too much because then it doesn't feel real. Um, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, to a degree, I map out some of my stuff because I do have ideas. And some of the stuff that I'm doing, like on the coaching side, it's a little bit more evergreen, right? Yeah. So some of that stuff does get mapped out, but then I still know that it's not like you're only allowed to post on the platform once a day, right? So when those yeah. when those moments hit you, those inspirations hit you, that that perfect sunset, that whatever that thing is that you want to do in your in your story or whatever, there's still the opportunity for that. So I want to ask you, uh, one of the things that is really important to me with this podcast is is that people feel like they're walking away with some actionable, practical advice. And, and I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure we've already given them plenty. But I got one more question I want to ask. If you had maybe one or two tips that you could give to a voice actor who's trying to navigate their way around Instagram or figure out how to maybe step up their game a little bit, what, what are a couple of tips that you would offer to somebody who's trying to improve? I would say it, your life might seem mundane, routine, boring to you. But to someone else, that it might be really interesting. You yeah. know, your the way you work and what you do, it could just be your morning routine or or whatever. Yes. To someone else, that's fascinating. Like humans, we're we're curious. We like to know what other people do and we like to have insight into other people's lives. So don't don't think, oh, my life's really boring. Well, I just wake up and go to work and then make dinner and go to bed. Like it doesn't matter. That could be really interesting to someone else. You could be inspiring people you have no idea are watching. So don't be afraid to share even just the most mundane things. They might seem boring to you, but to someone else might might be really eye-opening. I love that. That is so brilliant. And it's so true, right? Because every single person, I guarantee you, everybody that has ever hesitated on Instagram, at some point, that's been their excuse. My life is not yeah. interesting enough. But you don't know what somebody's thinking. You don't know where somebody's coming from. You don't know how it's going to impact them. You don't know if somebody's doing the exact same thing, struggling with the exact same challenge, living in the exact same moment, whatever. That's brilliant advice. I I like that a lot. All right, Alexia. Well, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Tell us where we can find you if we want to get connected and uh, maybe some people want to check you out on Instagram and, and start following along to figure out uh, just kind of how you're using that platform, because I think you're using it brilliantly. Uh, thank you, Mark. Well, you can find me on Alexia Kombu underscore voiceover. I know it's a really long name, but I'll I put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Right on. Well, thank you so much for your time and for the tips that you've shared. And Alexia, queen of Instagram. Thanks, Mark. There's so much good advice in this episode, and I hope that you were taking notes, but if you weren't, at least you know you can go back and listen to it all over again, because Alexia was just sharing so many golden nuggets in this one. Things that can help you get your mindset right for using Instagram, strategies for leveling up your game on Instagram, it's all so good. And since we're talking about Instagram, could you just do me one quick favor before this episode wraps up? If you've enjoyed this episode... If you've learned something from this episode, I'd love it if you would share it in your Instagram story. And when you do that, could you do two things for me? Tag me at Mark Scott and tag Alexia at Alexia Kambu underscore voiceover. And I'll throw it in the show notes so you can find it. But I would appreciate it so much if you would just take a minute to share something that you learned or even just let us know that you're listening to this episode. Tag me 
at Mark Scott, tag Alexia, at Alexia Kambu underscore voiceover. It'd be so cool to hear from you and know that you are listening. And if you wanted to do one extra special thing for me, take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Help somebody else to discover this great episode of the Everyday Vopreneur Podcast and all of the wonderful information that was shared in it. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott for full details and to sign up. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at Vopreneur.com.